the Broncos Blitz Podcast with Ronnie K, presented by Tap 14. Analysis and commentary to help you get your Broncos fixed during the offseason. Subscribe on iTunes or Google Play, or listen on demand anytime in the Mile High Sports mobile app. Welcome to the Broncos Blitz Podcast. My name is Ronnie Court. You can follow me on Twitter, at Ronnie K Radio. That's at R-O-N-N-I-E, the letter K, radio on Twitter. We're today on the podcast. We're going to talk about the Denver Broncos offense. Now that OTAs is all done, well, I tell you what, Square in the crosshairs is training camp, but what do we like about this offense before we get there? We're going to discuss that on the podcast first. Our friends over there at Tap 14, 1920 Blake Street. Just a hop, skip, and a jump away from Coors Field. 70 Colorado beers on tap, 100 Colorado distilled spirit. Chef Andrea Verla on that. Locally sourced, rotating seasonally fair. Just tremendous. Go on over there. Tap 14 on the web. Tap14.com. So what do we think of this Broncos offense now that, uh, well, got some time off? Training camp now, dead square in the crosshairs as what is next for this Denver Broncos team. Obviously, Joe Flacco, look, I'm not going to talk about how he raved and wowed everybody at camp because it's T-shirts. There's no pads. There's no pass rush. I don't care. Yeah, it's cool that he can throw the ball 80 yards. We get it. We already knew that. Okay. So as far as I'm concerned, there's nothing to talk about when it comes to Joe Flacco outside of the idea that, look, it seems like he has said all the right things. I like the attitude of I don't need to coach this young kid in Drew Locke because that's not my job. I'm fine with that. And I'm also fine with the idea that Drew Locke should not just sit in the back seat and say, yeah, it's Joe's team. No, it's a competition. And if many believe what we think happens – Joe Flacco will win the starting job, and Drew Locke will sit. So I don't really think there's much to talk about when it comes to the quarterback situation. When it comes to the running back situation, as we continue on and go through the offense as a whole, uh, Phillip Lindsay just looking to get healthy. You just want health with Phillip Lindsay because you want him 100% for the start of the season. He is expected at training camp at least to be somewhat of a go. We'll see. Obviously, injuries progress differently based on the person. I think Royce Freeman is going to get a lot more run in this offense than people think. Maybe a little bit more as a pass catcher as well, too. And I wouldn't count Devontae Booker out yet. I wouldn't say this is a guy who's just going to miss the team. I know there's a lot of people on Twitter who believe that this is just it. it Booker's done. And I don't, I don't know if that's so much the case yet. I don't want to just write him off yet. But I like this running back stable. I do. Lindsey and Freeman provide two totally different dynamics. Lindsey's just going to run around you, but well, quite frankly, Lindsey can run you over, which is stunning at his size. And Royce Freeman's going to, he's going to lynch you. He's going to Marshawn lynch you. He's just going to run you over. He's going to throw a nasty stiff arm and make you eat dirt. Two totally different um, styles, which I like. And then Devontae Booker kind of comes in as this, this kind of versatile back, this different style. So... I like the running back core. The receivers, I think, are quite nicely spread out from Cortland Sutton to Emmanuel Sanders, which we expect to be the one-two punch, and a third option being a tight end, and obviously the tight end being Noah Fant. Uh, I still am not counting Jake Butt out, but boy, it seems like we're running out of time. I think they need to see tremendous, tremendous leaps from Jake Butt in camp and preseason or else this this is just not going to work. You 
You're only as good as your availability in the NFL, and Jake Butt is never available. So he's no good. It's a shame because I like the guy. Sweats a lot. My God. The Butts, they are a sweaty family. The uh, Troy Fumagalli draft pick, I have always said. Those are his quotes, by the way, Jake Butts. Those are his quotes. Uh, Troy Fumagalli, tight end. I, I actually really like the pick. Late round pick. This is a guy, of course, out of that uh, Big Ten conference where, you know, feed him corn, throw him the football, and watch him run, baby. I think Troy Fumagalli's got, got some potential in this offense as a accent to Jeff Hireman. One of them does. It's either Fumagalli and Butt, and it's probably going to be Fumagalli because, you know what? Jake Butt's injuries, they're just too concerning at this point. Andy Janovich will be on this team at fullback. Uh, like what you see, obviously, remaining in Jano. We'll see how effective he is in other uh, usages, but I do believe they're going to run that eye formation quite a bit this year. And uh, you're going you're to see Jano be what I believe will be a, a major unsung hero this year. Unsung hero. Offensive line, I absolutely love what they've done with the offensive line from uh, the draft pick to the signing of Juwan James. Of course, the draft pick being Dalton Reisner. I expect Reisner to play right guard right out of the bat. Day one, right guard. As Ron Leary said, guy works his you-know-what off. And next to Juwan James... With Connor McGovern sliding over, I, I think you're still going to miss the presence of Matt Paradis. Yes, absolutely. When you lose a caliber guy like him, and not only so much on the offense, but also in the locker room too. Paradis was well-respected, beloved player, and they are going to miss him, no doubt. Make no mistake, but certainly, look, that's football. You move on. I like the Broncos' offense a lot. I think there's a lot to like here. It's all going to rest on the the shoulders of Joe Flacco because I think this is a good enough offensive line that you can win with if you're a good quarterback. But again, if this is a Joe Flacco that holds the football forever, is not making good decisions, turning the ball over, then everything else is just a moot point. But I will say this. He is far more consistent than what Case Keenum was in his career, and his career numbers are just a tick above. Case Keenum's. We've seen Joe Flacco play very well in spurts, but Joe Flacco's floor is like a meh quarterback, where Case Keenum's floor was god-awful, and we saw that multiple times last year. Flacco's ceiling is Super Bowl-winning quarterback. Case Keenum's ceiling is a miracle run in the postseason to get to the conference championship. Like that's they're two totally different players, and I think that's the that's the big thing that people need to truly understand. Now, we nobody looks at Joe Flacco and says, "Oh my God, this this guy that's going to take us to the promised land," and just confidently says that. I don't believe they're going to win a Super Bowl under Joe Flacco. I I'm in full belief they're not going to win a Super Bowl under Joe Flacco. But can they get to the postseason? I think so. I think so because they got a lot of talent. Now, the man who's pulling all the triggers here, and I would, I would encourage some of the deeper fans, the diehard fans, to go watch some San Francisco tape from last year. Rich Gangarello, of course, we're talking about as the offensive coordinator who's going to be pulling all these triggers. I think their offense is going to replicate what the older 
Shanahan, newer kind of Rich Scangarello injection, it's going to replicate very much kind of in between somewhere in there. I don't think it's going to be fully invested into the Shanahan offense per se. I don't think it's also going to be this new age style. I think it's going to be kind of this mix of, of in between. I think you're going to see good balance. You're going to finally see tight ends being utilized, which thank goodness. I mean, it just it just seems like tight ends haven't existed on this Broncos team for the last couple of years. And if they have a run game that averages four and a half, five yards a pop, which we saw multiple times last year, I tell you what, this 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 Broncos offense will have the opportunity to be in second and short and set up the deep ball multiple times. And there's going to be opportunities there because that's when Joe Flacco thrives is those deep balls, that play action, play fake. You got some talented young wide receivers running around and Deshaun Hamilton and Cortland Sutton. And again, Sutton just plays right into the hands of what Flacco wants to do, and that's airmail the ball, you know, 900 yards. I mean, let's let's just drop back and let that baby fly. That's what Flacco wants to do. And I think that's going to be very much a, a, a possibility that you see in this team because I think their run game is so strong and their offensive line is improved. I mean, they they you could argue they improved in every facet of offense. Another year for young, talented running backs, I'm going to assume, makes them that much better. Now, obviously, we have to talk all of the about the idea of everybody is healthy, you know, but from tight end, the addition of Noah Fant, offensive line, I think the addition of Juwan James and Dalton Reisner improves that unit. Flacco over Keenum, I'll take that every day. I guess Janovich is still Janovich at fullback, but that, and then, you know, look, last year, the offense was just not good, okay? Quite frankly, over the past couple years, between McCoy and Musgrave, it was not a good, very good offense. We think Rich Scangarello is going to pull the right triggers, and if he does, look, this, this is a Broncos team that in every facet of their offense improved quite a bit. And you know what we always say on this show, if you take care of all the little things, the big thing takes care of itself. And if you take care of one increment, you know, one inch better at quarterback, one inch at wide receiver, one inch at third string wide receiver, one inch at tight end, one inch at guard, one inch at the center position, or whatever it may be that you improved, all of a sudden you've improved a foot. And you're going to see that pay dividends big time on this offense that may actually start to look like a pretty lethal weapon this year. We'll see how it goes. So, again, big thanks to our friends over there at Tap14. Tap14 on the web, tap14.com. And I uh, want to thank you for tuning into the Broncos Blitz podcast. Of course, lots to discuss as the Broncos offseason continues, but training camp will be here soon. So, stick with us as, of course, well, not only is the offseason a busy one for the players, but, of course, a busy one for the organization is Champ Bailey and Pat Bowling. They'll be inducted into the Hall of Fame. We'll have a lot of fun stuff going on in regards to that coming up on the podcast. So, of course, be sure to stay tuned at milehighsports.com. And, of course, the all-new Mile High Sports mobile app that is free for Apple and Android where you can listen to archives of the podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at Ronnie K Radio. That's at R-O-N-N-I-E, the letter K, radio 
on Twitter. Uh, for now, we are all done for the Broncos Blitz Podcast. Hey, appreciate you listening. Be sure to tune in to MileHighSports.com for more info on the Broncos. That's MileHighSports.com. See you all